Hey everyone, welcome to our newest episode of Untucked. Today we are going to talk about the baby boomer generation and an article that um, discusses how lucky they may be considered um, in terms of the timing of their of their lives and their professional lives coinciding with extreme growth in um, in asset markets. Then we're going to discuss um, comments recently made by a U.S. track star, Noah Lyles, um, regarding world champion considerations of the professional sports leagues in the United States. And our top five is top five things your parents or people of authority told you as a kid that just aren't true. Thanks for listening. The opinions expressed on this podcast are our own, and they do not reflect the opinions or views of FC Advisory, the Financial Coach Group, or the New Wealth Project. Nothing discussed on this podcast should be interpreted as investment advice. Welcome to episode 89 of Untucked. This is Megan. And Mike. This is Jeff. This isn't a tough one, but I'm just blown away by it. Did you know that the world record for someone holding their breath underwater is 24 minutes, 37.36 seconds? I didn't know that. I kind of did because I remember reading something about that and I, I remember it was very it was, I wouldn't have known the, the number but I kind of am not surprised by it because I, th- I remember thinking it was like pretty long 25 minutes man that's like just I, I, I can't believe it yeah I, I didn't know it was possible so it's held by like they're all held by like free divers right the left okay. it was broken by another that record was broken broke the old record by 34 seconds by another free diver the record for a woman surprisingly, is 18 minutes and 32 seconds. <laughs> I don't understand that. Why it's so different like, from the Why man? is it so different? I mean, I know that women are inferior from a physical <laughs> and athletic standpoint. <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize lung capacity had yeah. such a difference. Uh, yeah, why is there such a difference between male and female lung capacity? Maybe it's that women just don't care. Well, she was a free. She's a free <laughs> diver, so I think she does care. But like more women don't care about these things, yeah. so there aren't as many people trying. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Men are like ego driven. Like really? I'm gonna break you think that. That's record. it. Like if you, you got... know, that I, I'm formulating this take as we talk, but maybe, maybe. <laughs> I would think that there's like most, like the hundred meter dash, like the fastest hundred meter sprinter, is not going to be a woman. Sure. For the reasons, like, for similar reasons, right? Yeah, I guess that lung capacity, is that what you're thinking? Well, yeah, just the physical, bigger lung capacity. Yeah. For sure. Like, what could there be, like, a, a large-sized woman that has huge lung capacity that could shatter that record, maybe, I guess? Sure. I don't see why not. Yeah. What do you think they do for 20? Like, is that, like... Hold your breath, sit at the bottom of a pool, or are they like swimming around? I feel like if you're swimming, it can't be. Yeah, there's no. I think you're just you're exerting yourself too much. You're just standing, like sitting still, and just like letting the clock tick. Ugh, awful, terrible. 
<laughs> the average human can hold their breath from 30 to 90 seconds. Yeah. Sounds about right. Where do you think you're at? Probably on the low end of that. <laughs> like, I, I I, mean, it was always the person or kid person who, like, tried to get to the other end of the pool. Yeah. But, like, usually it was kind of three quarters of the way I'm coming up. Yeah. I'm, I'm over a minute for sure. Oh. Like, no prep right now. <laughs> go. Yeah. Deep breath. You're a minute. Over a minute. a minute. Over a minute. I disagree with that. I don't think you could do it. I don't think you could do it with no prep. Did you just eat recently? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, on a full stomach, you think you could do it? I don't think that matters. <laughs> What about you? I think I'm a minute with no training. Yeah, like like per mic, I think I can get to about like 60 seconds. I can do. It. So we're proving my point <laughs> right now. I'm, I'm going. I already started. <laughs> uh, all right, go ahead. All right, uh, it's two two. It's the bottom of the second right now for oh, they're playing for, for Phils. Yeah, this afternoon. Yeah, first pooch was at 105. Uh, Phils are on a tear, man. What's crazy is they're on a tear, meaning they've won their last five games in a row. Their record going into last night's game was 73-58, and 58, mm-hmm. which was exactly their record last year at that time. Wow. So they feel I feel like they've been better than last year's team, but they had such a slow start that I think now that they're playing better ball, uh, they feel like they're a better team, but their record doesn't doesn't show that. They ended up winning last night to make it five in a row. So currently they're 14 games above 500. They swept the Giants, which was huge because Giants are behind. Their Giants are in the third wild card, um, and they're playing like fantastic baseball. That not that either one of you are following. So I did. I I was flipping through last night, and I landed on a part of the game. And I texted out to one of my buddies who's a big, huge Phillies fan, kind of sarcastically, like, dude, what is with the every time they talk to one another, they have to put their gloves up over their face because it's a secretive conversation or something like that? How stupid is that? Right? You know what I'm talking about? I don't think it's stupid at all. You don't think people can read lips? What are they talking about that they, that's so private and secret that the other t- – what are they strategizing? Well, you know, is the next pitch going to be a curveball over the – you know exactly. Well, that would make sense if it was just the pitcher and catcher doing no, it's it. It's the that. entire infield is in there going. This is a serious question. It is. What? Why is the second baseman have to put his glove up over his face if when he's talking? A runner on first and second, and they're t- and there's like one out. Well, where are we trying to force the next out if this guy gets a hit? If it's a fly ball, is the guy gonna? Is he a runner? Is he gonna go home? Like. There's strategy in baseball. I can't believe you're not aware of this. I'm aware of it, that but the entire doesn't have to be secret. Everyone knows. Everyone who plays baseball knows that you know where to go with the ball when the uh, heads to right field, for example. I don't think so. Not if like they're going to little leaguers know this. I can't even argue with you. On this. <laughs> you're just you're like just doing this. Piss me off. All right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I, um, what else is going on with the Phils? Uh, no, they're 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 in the they're on a tear. They're they're on a tear. They're the first wild card team uh, on pace for 90 wins, which would be nice. I would appreciate that. Hence my fifty dollar bet that they win uh, more than 88 and a half games. Right. Uh, right. Um, no, if they if they play if they continue through September. The way they're playing now. I mean, five different people had home runs last night. The night before that, Trey Turner had two home runs. Like, Trey Turner has just turned it on defensively, offensively, literally ever since the standing ovation. Uh, Harper is hitting home runs. He had like three home runs coming into this month. He has like 15 now. Like, it's crazy. 
They've hit 57 home runs in this month. So they look good. If they continue to play this way through the balance of the month, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to want to play them in the playoffs. And we may have another slightly magical run come October. <laughs> cool. All right. Is Harden still a sixer? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I got my uh, schedule for my tickets. Upgraded seats this year? Yeah, I was saying to Jeff, like they time the commitment to the next season perfectly. They just wrapped up the season. Joe's an MVP winner. Uh Vibes are at an all-time high. I mean, I couldn't click renew fast enough. (laughs) And since then, they've been dinging me for 200-some-odd dollars a month. And here I am, however many months later, fully committed with 22 games. And totally regretting. Totally regretting yeah. it. I mean, I was talking to my friend about it, at Christian, and he was like, just go and boo. Like, <laughs> use it as an opportunity 22 times to just boo. You're right. Boo. <laughs> you, you have that right. Uh, so, yeah. That's, that's pretty demoralizing. Yeah. Like renewing and then what's transpired in the off season, it's like I would don't even want to go because it's it's effort to go to the game. Yeah, you know it's time commitment, it's money, it's hopping on a train or driving down. It's you can have that twenty two times. <laughs> I mean, I have some sick games. Like I have the Suns, I have the Warriors again. I'll see Luca. Like I'll see Boston twice. I mean. I've, I'm now trying to, in my brain, just convince myself that I'm a basketball fan. I'm an NBA fan. I'm going to see some of the best players of my generation in person, and that's okay. That's and that's a- worth the money. It's worth the effort. And it is. Like, I know when I get to go see Kevin Durant and Devin Booker on a Thursday night, like, I'm get, I'm in. That's fun for me. I just wish the Sixers weren't part of it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I do with the Flyers. I bet you a hundred dollars, and this is there's obviously a conflict because you have emotion and you're involved in the bet. But I bet you a hundred dollars you will not go see them play the, the Celtics twice. Uh, I'd probably take you up on that bet. Yeah. <laughs> you were saying about the Flies? Same thing. I have the same approach, which is that so we have like 21 games split three ways or something. So it's only seven, but. I mean, I have to look at it the same way. Yeah. Right? I'm not going down there to see a bad Flyers team. I'm going to see who they're playing. You're going to see the opposing team's talent. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's unbelievable. And I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm getting there. (laughs) How's everybody feeling about the birds? Like, we're two weeks away from their first game. Yeah. The season starts. Two weeks from tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Good, you know? (laughs) How can you not be? Like strong Meg. Well, no, I'm being serious. Thanks. I mean, I don't, I don't pay attention to camp or preseason. I don't watch any preseason games, nothing. But obviously, they have a really good team. Yeah. So it should be good. Excited. Yeah. Good. Did you see the Jason Kelsey documentary that's coming out? I did not. Yeah. So I guess it's on Prime. It takes place over the course of last season which is cool because he and his brother ended up in the Super Bowl together so I think that gets released the season opens on Thursday I think it gets released like that Tuesday so they just happened to do a documentary last year on Jason Kelsey 
and it just so happens that he and his brother play against each other in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think a lot of it is because he's been, like every year for maybe the last three or four years, it's like, are you coming back or not? Yeah. So I think it was, we don't know if this guy's going to return kind of thing. Okay. And it's happened to just be really freaking good timing. Yeah. Do you know who did the documentary? Like the person? No, like was it? NFL films was it oh I'm not sure it's on Amazon Prime so it's not HBO films I don't know anything more than that okay cool looking forward to it yeah want to get into it all right Uh, so for coaches corner today we're going to discuss an article written by Ben Carlson called the luckiest generation Ben has a blog um, the a wealth of common sense Uh, what this article covers or discusses is the baby boomer generation, which um, according to this stat is like 70 plus million people, which I knew was huge. I didn't know it was that big. Yeah. Um, but what Ben is attempting to describe here is um, the benefit that this group of people had from immense growth in um, a couple of different markets, stocks, bonds, and real estate specifically. Um, annual returns being pretty big, really big, and them coinciding with this generation's kind of peak earning years and it resulting in um, a little bit of what we talked about in our last pod, which was kind of the, I'll say, absolute dollar amount of wealth that the people we're engaging with um, have. I have a couple quick takeaways that maybe we can bounce back and forth. Sure. Uh, He says in the article about how – like. we may never see this type of like wealth accumulation again, like in a 40 year time frame. I just don't understand why he made that comment. The really? average return of the equities were 11.4. Yeah, which is really high compared I to I thought history. 10 was like a normal average for stocks. Mm, I think it's less than that. Like they're like saying eight, now nine. it's less than that. No, like, his, like historically, like 100 years or whatever. It's like eight, nine. You sure about that? Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. It's Eleven 10. is is off the charts. I think I, that I one of the reasons he said that is because of what bonds did during yeah. the time. That's not going to happen again. The six point two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Like I kind of disagreed with that. Mm-hmm. I, I, like there's no evidence for him to say, "Oh, we may never see this again." Maybe we will. But anyway, so I just thought that was kind of weird. Um, secondly. I'm looking at the housing rate of return at 4.6, which is terrible, which I've always been like against real estate and like just put it in the S&P 500 and people who are real estate investors just, so I, I, I tried to be, I try not to be biased and I'm like, okay, well, if you have a home and you rent it and let's say that rent is like three and a half percent per year in return to you, that still only gets you to like eight. Like, it's still not good enough. And that doesn't even account for any expenses that go along with real estate. Like, I just don't get it. I just don't get the real estate number. I, I read. The, I don't get the desire for it. I totally agree with you. Totally. Yeah. I think it's it's something that people latch on to irrationally, I think, because the, the numbers are what they are. Somebody... Wrote something recently I just read that, that kind of makes so much sense. Because of 1031 exchanges and because of the ability to depreciate um, like property that you rent, 
the the big and maybe only value of being a real estate investor is deferring taxes or paying no taxes um, because of the depreciation. If that didn't exist, it would be completely different, right? So there, a lot of real estate investors do it because number one, they're able to, you know, they get rental income, you know, maybe they get their 8% or whatever you just said, but they defer taxes potentially indefinitely. Potentially, if they do everything right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I hate to make the blanket statement like, dude, real estate sucks, because I, I, I know it, it's not like that in every case. Like if you're a wealthy individual and you are able to acquire like a, a multiplex that has like 600 units that you're renting out and yeah, there's probably... Sure. I, I, but your second home that you think is just this, this, or your investment property or your condo that you rent out that you think is just, I'm getting 14, 16% rate of return. Like, you're not. I would love to see the numbers on it. Like, write it all down all the expenses, all the income, everything, all the tax savings. And is it 14? Like, there's no way. But this, this 4.6 that was cited in the article is 40 years of like, I think they use the Case Schiller Housing Index, which is just like the, the price appreciation yeah. of real estate, or right. on average, that includes Everything. nothing. Oh, I'm sorry. What do no you mean? taxes. Yeah, right, right, right. No yeah. insurance. No interest if you're borrowing for it. Like so, it's way worse than four point six. Well, and the point of this article, right, is to demonstrate that boomers who were able to purchase housing at affordable prices never sell it. And then live through this time and now be in a position where their hundred and fifty dollars hundred and fifty thousand dollar home now is worth eight hundred thousand. Like that's what he's attempting to to talk through here, right? Is like the the value of their home having appreciated over a time when real estate again in sheer dollar like value amounts has just skyrocketed. Yeah, and then they can turn around right now and put all their money in a in a CD, getting five and a quarter. Yeah, like guaranteed. Uh, yeah, I mean, pretty crazy. I, I just don't think. I think if it's eleven point four versus nine point four versus six versus five, it's still like compound interest over time, over long periods of time. It's still going to generate a shit ton of wealth, man. Yeah, but you know as well as I do that if you take 40 years at 11.4 and compare that to 40 years at 9, it's a huge difference. I just don't think it's going to be the like determining factor of one's success or failure or wealth accumulation or not. Probably not, but it does lend to this group of people immensely benefiting from an environment that likely will never exist in those exact terms again. That's the point. Yeah. yeah. It, I, it's not that like other people aren't going to be able to do well enough for themselves. I think we all can agree that that's, that's very possible. But thinking about this subset, the biggest generation of humans and what they benefited from simply by being born at a particular time is staggering. Yeah, and I think we talked about it maybe last week where there's so many people that are kind of surprised to the good at how much their investment accounts are worth now yeah. because they've benefited from a few decades of of these numbers. Assuming that they were investing, you know, stayed invested and contributing, whatever it is, 
peak earning years, all that. Well, think about that. I mean, no one got all this. Right. Like no average investor really realized all this. Unless they were in a coma for like 35 Unless years. Unless they were in a coma for 35 years. <laughs> yeah. Like they made decisions emotionally, unemotionally, yeah. like moved their 401k into cash because of the tech bubble and then moved it back in and screwed it up. Like no one received this. So even if it's a point or two less over the next 40 years, if you just do the right thing, you'll probably be as um, lucky as this generation this baby boomer generation from a wealth accumulation standpoint i I think it's just you know the boomer generation tends to be hypercritical of the decision making financial decision making right of people younger than them and again i don't want to generalize i don't want to make blanket statements but there's enough of it for people who aren't baby boomers to know what i'm talking about right to feel it to see it um And this gives us a little bit more, I'll say, ammunition to just say, like, it's not apples to apples. Right. Right. So the telling me or telling people, younger people, how to achieve the same level of wealth, it's it's stupid. Like, it's 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 worthless. It's not worth anybody's time to say it or in anyone's time to listen to it because there's variables at play that are. Excuse me. Again, maybe like reachable or close to being reachable, but very, very likely not attainable. Yeah. No, it's a great point that um, not that they had it easy based upon this article, but it was a pretty fortuitous time to be working, buying a house, accumulating money, staying the course, doing all the right things. It, it, It worked out pretty well for you. If you didn't bail in 2000 and 2008 and... 1987. I mean, yeah, you're right. It wasn't difficulty or challenges for sure. But being where you are now and then being critical about, again, the the Dame Ramsey's telling people if they have any sort of debt that they shouldn't be in a restaurant unless they're working (laughs) in it. Like like those types of, of comments or... It just it doesn't it seems unfair to put that on people who again are likely not going to benefit from the same type of environment. It just gets back to something that we've talked about a lot. I'm like when this when it comes to financial planning and building your plan, and it's it's just completely personal. I mean, it it comes down everyone's situation is completely different. So yeah, like if you're only making twenty five grand and you can't save. Yeah, you probably shouldn't be at a restaurant, Dave per Dave Ramsey. But if you're making 110 and you're saving as much as you can, and you hope you were saving more, but you're burnt out, go out to dinner. Like it's okay. It just I think it just drives home how personal everyone's plan is, and it, you just can't make these blanket statements yeah. for people. Yeah. And there's so many people like the Ramseys and the Ormonds out there that just give financial advice publicly to everyone. It just doesn't make any sense to me. That seems to make its way in nearly every topic. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. It's not just you. <laughs> All right. Want to move on? Yeah. Sure. What is our next topic? This guy, Noah Lyles, is a track and field star. Like yep. Usain Bolt level of success. Yep. And I guess there's world track and field championships occurring right now, which wouldn't know that. Um, Shame on you. Did you know that? Yeah. 
So he was in a post-race presser, I suppose. Um, and I don't even know how the line of questioning came about, but he expressed like frustration in specifically the NBA um, referring to themselves as world champions when the NBA championship is won. He's like, that's not the world. Like, Just it's the United, the United States. States. Like, here I am. Here we are. Flying flags. Competing on a global scale. Representing our countries. And the NBA gets to be considered world champions. So that happens. Call it at like, and I don't know the exact timestamps, but like 3 p.m. 3.05 p.m., the NBA is after him. Like, <laughs> Kevin Durant was like, what are we talking about, brother? Who's <laughs> like, a he's a gold medal winner. He's a world championship winner. He's an NBA champion. Like, and then it's just like at one after the other, the comments are either laughing, shaking my head. What is this guy even doing? So the idea is kind of discussing most, if not all, of our professional sports teams do that, right? Like the NFL or like the football cha- maybe not the NFL football champions like world champions of sports that exist exclusively in the United States Chase Utley in his yeah. speech yeah world effing champions yes yeah. am I the only one that agrees with this guy you agree with the guy then yes <laughs> so I'm the only one okay. yeah this is a guy who's literally looking to be offended so he found something that he's, he decides he's offended by and, and says something about it that's he- all is a supreme athlete who chose a sport that is a tenth of as popular as any of the major sports, and he wants to get his like he, he wants to get more recognition. He's not wrong though. He's not he, right. He's, he's not wrong. What do you like? How is he not wrong? Like the NBA isn't a world championship when you win. When you play in the Olympics, and the NBA, and the U.S. team slaughters everyone else. They're world champions. They beat the world. Yes, because those people who play on those other teams aren't good enough to make the NBA. Got it. I understand. The product is a – it is comprised of the world, though. Players in the NBA are from all around the world. They're the best of the best, and it's played in this country. It's a league that's played in this country. Just because of where it's played, it doesn't mean it's not reflective of a global sport. I think technically the guy's right. I, I don't necessarily no. agree with him, but I think he's technically right. Because the if you were to expand the other sports globally, like outside of the NBA, the talent is, is way weaker because the NBA pulls from around the world, right? Sure. From Europe, from China, from wherever. So if all those other countries were to have their own leagues, they would just get demo- like it. Yes. The U.S. would win every world championship. Yes. Um. So, but I, it's the world championship that <laughs> the best players, there's a best league in every sport, right? It's the NFL for football. There really is no other league, maybe yeah. Canada, you know, basketball. You just said the NHL is the best league in the, on the planet, even though there's some awesome leagues in Russia, Sweden and stuff. Um, baseball. I don't know. MLB is the best league in the, on the yeah, world, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So you should be able to say, world champion. so you go to the boardwalk and you walk by Sal's world famous pizza. Do you get pissed about that? Because it's really not world famous, but he's saying it is. Well, Sal is misrepresenting his pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but d- does that upset you? 
Do you go Me? in there and say, Sally, <laughs> you got to take me? that sign down. It's not world famous. It actually, just does, it it. actually does upset me. <laughs> because he's misrepresenting. Yeah, like you just can't claim that your pizza is like world famous when like there's no world fame associated with your pizza. So is somebody, is the world supposed to sue Sal for that? I don't even like when people are like best best pizza in sea cane. Like I don't even like that. <laughs> right. Like because you're declaring it's the best. Right. So yeah, I have beef with all of that. <laughs> I don't have enough like concern about it. That I'm gonna like raise hell. Okay, I get the guy's point. He's competing, but again, like maybe I'll go against this point. Like that league, that that world championships for track and field is the elite league for track and field. Yes, right, which pulls people from all over the world. You're racing against other countries, and you are a by definition world champion. I think he's not really thinking through that, like, the other baseball league outside of the MLB just doesn't have, like, can't even hold a grain of salt to, like, the MLB. So even though it's not called, like, the World Baseball League, it really is. Yeah. Even, I mean, it's called the National Basketball Association. Yeah. So I guess that, like, doesn't just mean the United States, right? It's no wait. National is national. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they should rename it. I think they should rename it all for this guy. <laughs> really? The World Basketball Association. There you go. Because it is a World Basketball Association, and then they can call themselves world champions. No. <laughs> right. Right. Like he he's he's wrong, and he's just he's petty because again he he is probably the best at what he does right now, and he's not getting enough love. This is an ego driven. Mm-hmm response by somebody who wants the fame of the NBA and is never going to get it. Sorry, dude. Play basketball instead. And you wouldn't be on a roster. So, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I think technically he's right. (laughs) You made that clear. I think they should rename. You've said technically like seven times. (laughs) I think they should rename the four major sports. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Ready for our top five? I think so. Top five things parents, teachers, people of authority said to you as a child that were just wrong. I'll start. Okay. Going outside with wet hair is going to make you sick. Oof. That's a yeah. good one. Yeah. It can't? I'm pretty sure that was repeated in like 1912. Okay. Yeah. Like the Titanic sunk and they were like, yeah. these people aren't sick. Yeah. Viruses cause <laughs> colds, not wet hair, basically. My dad was a big proponent of like, if you eat a single fruit seed, that fruit is growing in your stomach pretty much immediately. It was so believable too. I don't know why. I mean, I feel like that that one has an age, right? Like an expiration date for like, all right, once I'm 12, I, I get it. That's not real. Right, right. But it was, it was a fear for a while. Although I'm sure there's still 12-year-olds walking around this earth that believe it. <laughs> um, this probably speaks to me more as a child. If I keep rolling my eyes that way, they're going to get stuck. Okay. Yeah. Or cross-eyed. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Had that um, never get a tattoo. Don't have any weird piercings because you'll never get a job. Okay. And then shaving causes your hair to grow back thicker and darker. I'm pretty sure that's true. Mm-mm. Really? Yeah, also it, has been refuted. Yeah, I think it's actually false. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. You want to go? You want me yeah, to go? Yeah, I'll go. Um. If you throw a penny off the Empire State Building, you'll you'll kill somebody. That's a good one. 
and it's actually it's absolutely <laughs> false. Really? Yeah, because the way the penny is, it it kind of floats down. It, it can only get up to like twenty five miles an hour. I look. I researched this one. It can only get up to like twenty five miles an hour because of its shape. Yeah. And it might hurt. You know, it's I like don't whip, take a, whipping something a penny, a penny twenty, but it's not going to kill you. What about quarter? Same or nickel. Nickel. <laughs> <laughs> Nickels are thick, man. Yeah. Um, waiting a half hour or an hour after eating to go swimming, mm-hmm. otherwise you're going to drown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not true. Not true. Okay. Oh, you're going to drown. I thought yeah. you just get like a tummy ache. Yeah, I thought it was you get sick. Yeah. But yeah. Drowning. Okay. <laughs> um, if you swallow gum, it sits in your stomach for seven years. <laughs> That's not true. Not true at That's all. Not true. not true at all. It's gone within a couple of days. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Come That's... on. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Um, my next one is if you read in a really dim light, you're going to go blind. Yeah. Yeah. Heard that. That was reinforced by um, Mary Ingalls from Little House on the Prairie. That's what happened to her in that show. I don't oh my know gosh. if you remember. <laughs> they yeah. had an episode about it? Yeah. 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 Uh, That's not true at all. <laughs> It doesn't. It does. It strains them a bit, but it's, it's not That's bad not for your eyes. True at all. That's I great. like within the last week was like I need more light to read. So. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's obviously. <laughs> um, and I guess my last one is, don't take that pen and draw on your arm. The ink will poison you. Yeah. It'll seep into your skin and poison you. Ink poisoning, not true. I think you'd have to color your entire body in ink. <laughs> I don't even remember that. One. Oh yeah. I yeah. That one. Wow, we had no repeats. Nice. I had a long list. Um, <laughs> I, went, I went to my back. So I have, uh, just tell me the truth, you won't get in trouble. Like, that's <laughs> a complete freaking lie. Absolute lie. Do you use that one on your kids? Uh, I do it. I think I mean it. I think I mean it. But, you know, that doesn't work in court. So no. why should it work in any other part of life? Um, we're almost there. Like when you're in the car and you're like, oh, like we, yeah, yeah, we're almost there. We're like five minutes away. We're like an hour. <laughs> Um, if you have sex before marriage, you're going to go to hell. Like, that's not true. Nice Catholic guilt insert here. Yeah. Uh, there's children starving in Africa. Oh, are there? Yeah. Yeah. But there's children starving everywhere. <laughs> sure. So I don't understand the Africa part. That's, that was probably the biggest, like, concentration of starving kids. Really? Yeah. Okay. That we knew of. That we knew of, <laughs> yeah. right. Uh, and my fifth is uh, uh, you could be anything you want when you grow up. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> and on a depressing note. <laughs> all right. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. See ya.